Hello, and welcome back to the Play Hard Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. I'm with my mom, Pam. How's it going, Mom? Going really well, Trevor. How about for you? I'm doing great. Uh, And we have a great episode today. We are going to start off with a little uh, touch base. Then we're going to move on to a pitch and catch segment of the episode. So um, stay tuned and enjoy the show because it's going to be a good one. Hi, everybody. It's Pam, and I'm going to touch base first today. Um, I'm going to talk about the women's breakfast and do good. And uh, you'll know what that means in just a minute. Um, I was asked to be in charge of the women's breakfast at church. And our church has a women's breakfast during each month that has a fifth Sunday. And the breakfast is on the Saturday of that fifth Sunday week. But uh, So it was January uh, when this happened. And uh, happy February, everybody, by the way. Um, it took lots of planning. And I asked several women to help. Um, We decorated and set the tables up on Friday. And we kind of did a a winter Valentine's theme on our tables. Uh, Then we had the breakfast on Saturday. We did the setup on Friday and had the breakfast on Saturday. We had a pancake bar and egg casseroles and fruit, along with coffee and tea and juice and that kind of thing. So it was fun. Lots of uh, interesting things to put on pancakes. And uh, then we had a short program with lots of laughter and conversation. And it was really fun. And I got lots of... uh, compliments for how well it turned out. And my whole committee did. It was a, it was a good time. So, and then that evening, um, my husband and I went to eat at a restaurant in Osgood, Ohio. Now this is about two and a half hours away from where we live. (laughs) And it's somewhere that our friends, um, Ron and Nancy had told us about, and we were just kind of sitting around and decided, well, this would be a good time to do that. It was a nice clear day, a pretty day for a drive. And so we did, um, the uh, restaurant was called um, the Do Good Restaurant because uh, each month they have a different family as a charity, and all the tip money goes to the selected different family that's the charity. There's a little thing on the table, it's a little flip thing that tells you their whole story, which is interesting. And on in the particular month that we met with January, we ha- it was in last weekend in January, and they were. Um, the family was a family of four that had uh, the dad had gotten cancer and um, then had some setbacks with infections. And both he and his wife had to quit their jobs. Um, so her to take care of him and him because he just couldn't work. So all the money, all the tip money from the month of January was going to, to that family. So um, the food was good. The service was good. And it was nice to be able to tip for charity. Um the the service people were so kind and so nice um and and said they got paid, paid a fair um hourly wage so they weren't concerned about that but it was just a very just a nice concept that i kind of liked so it was fun so um lots of eating for my touch base but also lots of uh service so <laughs> there you go how about you Trevor what's your really touch cool. base so um so for my touch base uh our church um during the winter time does uh um, so in the past, we've called it Nest, which is Norfolk Emergency Shelter Team. Um, this, this now, the, so that was when it was put on by the city. Um, now it's just put on by a bunch of different churches. And pretty much what happens is, um, homeless people will come and stay at our church for a night, or sorry, for a week. I mean, I mean, they'll, they'll come in the evening and leave in the morning. Um, you know, when it's when it gets cold in the winter time, 
um, trying to keep them off the streets, you know, when it's really cold. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so our church does it for a week every year. Um, we call it winter shelter now and not nest because it's put on just by a bunch of different churches, not just, uh-huh. you know, not city of Norfolk. And, um, so they needed volunteers to drive the bus. So I drove the bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, <Fine>. um, <laughs> yeah, I've driven big things before and been with a pad. So it was more like a, it wasn't a full bus. It was a shorter bus and it was, um, well, like driving a big moving truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it wasn't, but it was I mean, automatic, it was like a, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was the, I mean, the streets in Norfolk are a little tight, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so you just go along and pick people up they are there designated spots no there was, there was a designated spot okay. so our church is not very centralized downtown right? uh-huh. so we go downtown pick them up and then take them to, out to our church and i, I took see. like two loads every night uh-huh. um, back and forth yeah and then when i was done i would help like you know with the food or setting up the bedding or you know, whatever needed to be done after uh-huh nice yeah it was it was a good uh it was you know it, it's a good thing our church does uh-huh. um yeah. it's just it, a lot of times it feels like not enough but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um, uh, library the public library is the shelter um right now in the winter time at um in Chillicothe, which is i think interesting so yeah and it works similar to the that um that you're talking about only it's in the public library which is interesting so yeah yeah so mm-hmm. yeah so that is uh you know it, it gives you a lot of perspective i don't know doing that kind of thing yes but um it also brings our church pretty close together because you know everybody's getting together and serving together it's it's a pretty cool thing that we do so. yes I think so too. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, that's my uh, touch base for the evening or for the episode. Hey, this is Trevor, and uh, we are going to do a pitch and catch now, which is a refresher, everybody, where we uh, list some of our favorite things on a particular topic. And today's particular topic is favorite. Music, music artists, so favorite singers. So, um, without further ado, my fifth favorite uh, musical artist is Bruno Mars, oh. and mainly because of one song. It's like um, I love I love Uptown Funk, which I know it's not even technically by him, but it's really. <laughs> and I mean, I like his other stuff too, but um, yeah, Bruno Mars is to be my uh, fifth favorite singer. Okay. My number five is an oldie but a goodie. Um, and when I we said favorite singers, I kind of did the things that over time kind of lasted for me. I was still um, would listen to it if it came on. And I put Karen Carpenter down. And Trevor probably doesn't even know who Karen Carpenter is, but uh, they um, you are right. They yeah, Karen Carpenter. <laughs> so, but she um, was had a beautiful singing voice and um, sang a lot of um, I don't know, I guess Valentine's kinds of music that. Um, when I was growing up and through my formative years. So I put Karen Carpenter down. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Who's number four for you, Trevor? My number four is 21 Pilots. Ah. And I used to like them a lot more. Their rec- most 
their some of their more recent albums are not my favorite favorite, but I think I like I still like them because I've been to many of their shows and they give really good concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like their album Vessel. It's called Vessel and it's really okay. good. Uh, and the one before that's pretty good too. So I um, because of that, I think they are my fourth favorites. Okay. My fourth favorite came about because when I was in college, lots of live music was, was um, what we heard. We went from bar to bar and people would play live music. And um, the cover songs that I liked to hear were the ones by Kenny Rogers. And I would say, play something by Kenny, play Ruby, play, you know, whatever. <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. that was always what I would yell out um, was a Kenny Rogers song. So I, uh, I enjoyed Kenny Rogers. <laughs> it reminds awesome. me of my college days. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, my third favorite is Blink-182. Really big fan of Blink-182. They have, like, because they have so much good music, I think that if I were, like, stuck on a desert island, and only have, like, one artist, it may be them. They have a lot of good music. But, like, uh, I think the other two ahead of them are a little bit ahead of them, but they're up there. They're definitely... Definitely right at right there at top three. So Blink One Eighty Two is my number three. Number three, I put Carrie Underwood. I was torn between her and Adele. I just think they both have really great voices that last the, that stand the test of time. And I just you know, mm-hmm. so I put Carrie Underwood on there. So I like it. <laughs> um, my second favorite is Panic at the Disco, and this one is like they have I guess they um they're just timeless. Like they they I still listen to their old albums and I and they're still making new well uh, they're still making new music that is topping the charts and it's I mean he's been making chart topping albums for twelve years at least. I mean it was no longer than that. It was like it's like high school when I was when I, the first one came. I was like, so I, I mean, it's been, gosh, I, it, closer to 20 years. Like it, the guy has been, the guy's timeless and he, um, his songs are really good. So I, I just like, uh, panic at this guy. Okay. Um, my number two, is that where we are too? Yes. Is Paul McCartney. Um, and he also has been around for a really long time and, and just, um, had it was in a group as uh, well as, individual and he wrote the first song um hey jude he wrote that for paul lennon's son and he um that was the first song i ever danced to at a junior high dance when i was in school and and so i remember that and then i just remember over the years paul mccartney has still been very relevant in my life so paul mccartney for lots of uh lots of reasons (laughs) okay okay (laughs) um my number one is Reliant K. Uh, Reliant K, like you said, the formative years. That uh, <laughs> you know, I've listened to Reliant K for years and years. They've also had a lot of really good albums. Yeah. Um, and they just are, you know, very relatable. Um, they're Christian artists, which I appreciate. Um, they are, I don't know. They just, uh, it's really. I think they're they're very clever. I don't know. I just like their I like their music. I like their lyrics. Reliant K is my number. Okay, well, my number one is I. 
I'm going to put a little qualifier in. I don't listen to a lot of music these days. What I listen to are podcasts and books, as you guys probably have figured out by now. But I do um, listen to Dan and Shay. Dan and Shay are country, I guess you'd say country artists, but they have really, Shay especially has a really good voice and just really, I'm not real musically inclined, but I could recognize somebody that has a really good voice with lots of range. And that's um, Shay of Dan and Shay. And it's just, I just really like listening to their music. So Dan and Shay. Awesome. Yeah. So. Anyway, and I kind of got turned on to them from my a podcast because I listened to the Bobby Cast to the Bobby Bone Show, and so those uh, kind of got me turned on to uh, Dan and Shay, and I really, really like them. So cool. Okay. <laughs> well, that uh, wraps up our uh, pitch and catch episode, our, our segment. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Go listen to some music if you hadn't heard from some of them. <laughs> And that concludes another episode of the Play Hard Podcast. Um, thank you very much for listening. We really enjoyed uh, providing you the fire and hope you enjoy listening to the fire. So um, make sure to uh, look us up on Facebook um, and leave any comments you you know want to leave there. Also, uh, rate us five stars on every Every uh, um, you know that mode of listening you are currently listening on, um, and make sure that this week you have a good week and you work hard but play harder. Yeah, thanks bye, for everybody. listening, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>